all know that people hate talking about intestines and poo, so here I go, being uncensored and unclenched. This podcast is for those who don't know anything about GI surgeries. It's for people struggling with ulcerative colitis or Crohn's disease or any other GI disease for that matter. It is for those who have an ostomy or for those who have a J-pouch. Above all, this podcast is for our family, friends, colleagues, employers, physicians, and surgeons. If you know anyone living through this frustrating and painful journey, take a moment to educate yourself. Take time to learn and better understand what they are going through. My name is Suzanne LaFleur, and I was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis when I was 23 years of age. At 33, I had the required surgeries to remove my large intestine. When you have a total colectomy, you end up with a permanent ileostomy or a J-pouch, and how you process your food is changed forever. I have lived with a J-pouch for the past 17 years. I am a mother of four now adult children, ulcerative colitis and Crohn's disease warrior, multiple surgery survivor, proud J-poacher and ostomy advocate, mental health advocate, and a newly out-of-the-closet writer. To my fellow J-poachers or ostomates, join me in spreading knowledge through open conversation. Please feel free to email me at suzannellafleur at gmail.com to share your story. That is S-U-Z-A-N-N-E-L-L-A-F-L-E-U-R at gmail.com. Today I'm delving into my first surgery and my experience from the time I was told I had no choice but to have my colon removed. At the time I was very ill, my washroom visits were 25 to 35 times a day and I was exhausted. I think back to that time and it actually feels surreal to me. It feels like there's no way that I endured all of the physical and mental anguish and survived. I clearly remember the feeling of anxiety. I remember that I had no skin left on the inside of my lips from stress chewing. I clearly remember feeling like I was drowning, like no one understood what I was really going through. I began to write a book a few months back that I'm still working on. I would like to read you an excerpt from it. I remember feeling like I was in a bad dream. One of those dreams where your feet are moving and running, but you are not going anywhere. One of those dreams where people are talking around you and about you, but not to you. A scene where they make decisions and choose your path without your consent. One of those dreams where, fight as you may, you cannot wake yourself up. You feel the crushing entity on your chest, but you cannot push it off. The following two weeks consisted of telling family. I kept busy organizing sisters, in-laws, and friends to help my ghost with the children while I was being cut wide open to have my colon removed. It consisted of playing with my angels, telling them I loved them, and I would never stop loving them. I told them I would be away for a while, but I would not leave them forever. It is surreal to put your life in other people's hands. It is terrifying. It's like your feet move from here to there without you moving them. You sit, you try to listen, you see mouths moving, yet the words are impossible to hear. When it's all over, you realize there are long time gaps where you don't remember a thing and you feel you must have gone to your safe place. That place where the pain is bearable, that place where thoughts of leaving your babies do not exist. 
My first surgery was to happen two weeks later, a pre-surgical workup four days prior. The surgeries will take place in a city over two hours from my children, two hours from my new home and a few friends. I don't remember hugging them goodbye that day. I don't remember telling them I love them. I don't remember pulling out of the driveway knowing I might not return. My baby was five years old. My mom and dad and ghost were there with me the day I was prepped, poked, and laid on a gurney to wait until the mask went on and the lights went out. For the first time in a long time, I felt like my ghost was beginning to resemble the man I had married many years before. He had tears, sadness, and a worry on his face that I had not seen in a long time. He held my hand and told me he loved me. He kissed me before the man in the green scrubs pulled me through to the other side of the door. The door they would sit and stare at for the next 10 hours. Before the door closed, I looked at my parents standing there with tears in their eyes. I managed a small smile and a wave. Don't worry, I'll see you soon. Once on the other side, it gets real and you panic a little. There are other people with the same looks on their faces, some older, some younger, none as young as you. That day at least. The waiting seems like torture. You are here now. So why postpone the inevitable? Why let you suffer? Why allow more time for your brain to go through all the what ifs? Your mind runs a video reel of your children, their births, their laughter, their smiling faces, the times they tested you, then climbed up on your knee and wrapped their little arms around your neck. Some of the reels make you laugh out loud. Others cause tears to stream down your face. Some of it causes a feeling like your heart is breaking. When the faces show up to roll you into the operating theater, you are thankful it is your turn. Anything to make the feeling inside you stop. Anything to stop the torture. Anything to stop the worry and the fear in the sense like you are leaving everything you love behind forever. There are people all around you taking care of their specific duties. One sweet lady with a comforting voice talks to you trying to calm you. Other people position your body how they need it to suit them and the job they must attend to for the next 10 hours. As soon as they are ready, I will get you a warm blanket. A severe man is standing at your head responding to the surgeon as he barks orders. The sweet lady talks you through what everyone is doing. She tries her best to keep you from freaking the fuck out because she knows that's where you are. You are on the verge of freaking the fuck out. You fight the urge to tear out all the tubes, cords, sleeves, and needles, ready to scream, stop, I don't want to die. I have babies who need me. When I woke up from this surgery, I was in the recovery room. There was a nurse sitting beside my bed telling me that I needed to keep my clothes on. I remember feeling my hospital gown was choking me and I was trying to pull it off. Once they calmed me with more drugs, I reached under the blankets and there it was. The bag they told me I would wake up with. I was very thankful that I was heavily sedated for the first few days. The pain was somewhat manageable, but having a bag of shit hanging off my belly was now a reality and I was not dealing with it well at all. In my next podcast, I will delve further into the reality of having a stoma, having a bag of poo hanging off my stomach, and learning how it felt to manage day-to-day life with an ostomy. I would like to say that I was a rock star and a pillar of grace through the entirety of that. However, it was a little more difficult than I imagined. Download and follow to hear about my journey of accepting reality and learning to cope through humor and becoming friends with my stoma. 
As I said in my intro, I've had my J-pouch for 17 years, and I'm still learning to live with it some days. I am still in the bathroom 8 to 15 times a day, sometimes more, depending on what I eat or how I'm feeling. I don't let my J-pouch run my life. However, I definitely do have to live my life around it. My life's journey through all of this prompted me to open up the discussion and talk about the ins and outs of our intestines and poo. I will no longer hide in the shadows, too afraid to speak up and share my experiences and my life. Please tune into my following podcasts. I will delve further into life with ulcerative colitis, raising children while chronically ill, all the surgeries, coping day to day, what life was like after my surgeries, and what my life looks like now. Thank you for listening today. I hope you learned something new.